Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, October the 5th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 13, verses 18 through 21. Luke 13, verses 18 through 21. It's a very short reading, but it's a very uh, interesting one and can serve as ground for good meditation for us throughout this day. Uh, we have to keep in mind that the central preaching of Jesus of Nazareth is that repent and reform your lives for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is present. And it's present in the person of Jesus. The kingdom has become visible. It has become flesh and blood through the incarnation. The word, the kingdom, became flesh in the person of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And the idea of the kingdom or the reign of God uh, has a tendency to make us think in geographical terms. A kingdom, let's say a state, uh, a region, a nation. And Jesus says at the beginning, he says, what does the reign of God resemble? To what shall I liken it? So Jesus is attempting to take this notion or this concept or this reality of the reign of God, the rule of God, God actively ruling over his creation. And that sounds abstract. And in a sense, it is. It is abstract. We don't necessarily see it as we see a chair or a car or something like that. It's not a physical object. It's something that is of the mind and of the spirit. And so Jesus says, well, what does it liken? Uh -huh. what, what is it similar to? And he uses two very interesting uh, images, if you want, or two examples that were present in the everyday lives of the people to whom he's speaking. And we can relate to them in various ways, adapting them to the 21st century and not the first century. In the first image, Jesus says, uh, he says, it's like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. Now, we can relate to that, some of us anyway, the importance of planting. Many people have beautiful gardens. They love to plant. They spend hours in their garden. It's relaxation, a sense of satisfaction and pleasure. It's a beautiful thing. For the first great gardener was, of course, God himself, who created his garden. Originally, the Garden of Eden was to be a place where God would dwell in his creation. Remember, Creation was good, is good. And with the creation of the human person, it's very good, the book of Genesis tells us. 
But unfortunately, sin, of course, entered the garden, and it was despoiled by our misuse of our freedom. But let's stay with the image of the mustard seed. A mustard seed is no bigger than, in fact, in some instances, it's smaller than the very head of a pin. Now, I realize we don't think about that or perhaps use that very much unless we happen to be sewing and uh, things like that. But the head of a pin, in other words, it's the smallest of the seeds. Very, very tiny. And he said, that's what the kingdom of God is like. It's like a tiny little, almost invisible to the naked eye. However, the mustard seed, it grew and became a large shrub, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. The kingdom of God begins like a tiny little seed. But through nurturing, through watering, through caring, in other words, through God's grace, it grows and develops. And that's the way it is with the church, isn't it? We are those little, we are those little mustard seeds. Say, well, I really don't contribute much to the church. I don't contribute much to the development of God's kingdom. I don't see much of the effects of what I've done. And yet, it's often because we don't look with the eye of faith, the eye of insight. Remember, Jesus chose 12 apostles, 12. And that was the little flock. That was the little group of mustard seeds. And look how it has flourished and grown and matured down through the pages of history. And now the church is worldwide. Christianity, God's church, the body of Christ, has spread from that little beginning in Jerusalem, in the region around Bethlehem, Judea, Samaria, Yes, to the ends of the earth, from a little mustard seed, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And we are part of that. We are part of that. And each day, we are planted by Almighty God where we are, in our circumstance, in our life, in all of the things that make up who and what we are, and all the things that surround us. That's the garden that the Lord has planted us. And the church fathers were fond of telling the novices and the young monks, bloom where you're planted. God planted you where you are today. Not yesterday and not tomorrow, but where you are planted today. Let those roots grow deep and be nourished by God's grace 
through prayer, the praying of the scriptures and the reading of the scriptures, meditating on the scriptures, for the receiving of the sacraments, especially penance, and of course the Eucharist. We are contributors. We are God's little mustard seeds today. And when done, whatever it is for the glory of God and for the service of others, notice that little mustard seed, it becomes a large shrub and the birds of the air nested in its branches. It nested in its branches. It provided service. You look at the tree and you say, my goodness, look how beautiful and lush. Listen to the birds singing in it, nesting in it, providing safe haven for new life. We're part of that. For that's the church. The church is to be that large shrub that provides nesting places, resting places, places of new life. And Jesus goes on and he says, to what shall I compare the reign of God? It is like yeast. There's the second image, yeast. When a woman took a knee into three measures of flour. She takes the yeast and she puts it into the flour and she begins to mix, mix it up, to bring it all together. And it becomes a mass of dough and it begins to rise. We don't see the yeast. It's mixed in with all the dough. We don't, we don't see its effects immediately. But it's laid out and it's allowed to rise and we have a de delicious, sustaining source of food. Bread, a staple, as we used to say, a staple. Now, most of us don't make our own bread for many years in the monastery. Uh, the monks used to make the bread that we ate and that the seminarians ate. And we even developed a ministry called Pennies for Bread in which the monks made bread to provide for those particular places that provided food for the hungry. It was called Pennies for Bread and it was sponsored by various uh, civic and philanthropic organizations and for donors and patrons who wanted to support that and support the monastery. But we don't see it right away. We're so, we're so uh, bent today on instant results, quick rising, quickly done, fast, microwave this, get the fast food. But yet, that yeast in the dough, when given the time to rise, it brings forth something again to bring forth life, to sustain life, to enrich life, and to be a staple for living. That's the reign of God. And so we may think that with that little mustard seed, 
that is kind of insignificant, doesn't mean very much. And we can feel all swallowed up in the dough of the big things of life, big churches, big society, big institution, big world. And yet, when we mix together with the dough and the yeast of others, it rises and provides sustenance, food, food for life here on earth, but it is that bread which will become the bread of life, where we truly live forever. That's the reign of God. And Jesus says, the reign of God is among you and within you. So let us today think of all the ways in which we have enriched and brought sustenance to those whose lives we have touched. The way in which God has called upon us to be his vessels, his mustard seeds, his yeast, to provide sustenance, a place of nesting, a place of nourishment. And how wonderful it is that God has chosen us in that part of God's creation that the Lord has planted us. So let us today bloom where we are planted to the glory of God. Let us be that yeast that helps to raise, elevate God's presence and enrich others. And in the process, we ourselves will be nourished and enriched. God bless you this day.